Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Historic edition? Yeah. Hey, historic. Absolutely. Wednesday, February 8th edition of D-Lo and KC. I'm Damian Barling. Acknowledge me! He's Kenny Caraway. Yes, sir. Acknowledge me. We are so happy that you are here with us. If you're watching on Twitch.tv slash ESPN1320 or YouTube.com slash ESPN1320, uh, hit the subscribe buttons, follow buttons, hit the thumbs up. If you're watching on Facebook Live, hit the like button. If you're on the Odyssey app, we appreciate you so much for being with us, 1320 AM and 98.5 FM HD2. We appreciate you just the same, man. we got Kings basketball tonight. Uh, final game of this seven-game road trip. Thank Season God. long. I'm exhausted. <laughs> As you should be. Come on. As you should be. The squad will be back home uh, at the Golden One Center on Friday. Uh, we'll talk about tonight's game uh, with Will Z uh, and, and all throughout the day. Uh, but we'll talk about that game tonight. Uh, with Will Z coming up uh, later on in this 12 o'clock hour. James Hamm uh, will be with us. We're 24 hours away from the NBA trade deadline. You think you think something's going to go down? I do not. I kind of felt the same way. But I, I, as I was coming in here and I was listening uh, to, to some of the stuff going on around the NBA, and I don't know, man, Westbrook, man. That, <laughs> might, that might happen. That might happen. Westbrook wanted it. Westbrook was doing everything uh, possible last night to make sure he was traded. That boy Westbrook, he threw LeBron a, a Otani-like slot oh. uh, two-seamer. I said, what? Then LeBron yelled at somebody else. <laughs> he yelled at like Bruce Brown or hey, whatever. Somebody, his name was. They were trying to explain why. I was like, what? <laughs> look, I love Russ, but why is LeBron yelling at Troy Murphy or whoever the hell that was. Troy, like, who, who are you yelling at him for? Troy Murphy. Troy Brown. There you go. Oh, whoever name. it I was. I said Bruce Brown. You said Troy Murphy. That's his name, Troy Brown. Whoever it was. He was like, wait a minute. <laughs> he turned around. I was like, Westbrook's, who's he yelling at? <laughs> That's all right, man. That was a night last night. I I, I love moments like that, mm. uh, especially for athletes that I, I, I have great respect for. Uh, I will assure you there is one thing that is not going to happen today. Kenny and I aren't going to get 
on this radio show and yell at you for the next four hours. Uh, shout out to my man, Charles the Orkin man, who stopped me on my walk today. And he <laughs> pulled over. He said, hey, don't you and KC be talking about LeBron James all day today? <laughs> I said, all right, Charles, we, we won't. Hey, Charles, but, so we can't talk about LeBron. But man, we're going to start the show with LeBron James. And I told Charles, like I'm going to tell everybody right now, we're not going to get on this radio and start screaming about who the greatest ever is. Mm. We're not going to start yelling at people who think Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball Absolutely player not. ever. We're not going to start yelling at people who think LeBron James is the greatest basketball player ever. It is a subjective conversation. It can be a lot of fun to have. I know people have their ties to Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls. Manny, our Chicago Bulls guy. Coach Molly, our Chicago Bulls woman. Coach Molly is taking this conversation really personally. She is very upset about this conversation about LeBron James being the greatest basketball player of all time because I believe LeBron James is the greatest basketball player of all time. Mm-hmm. I don't believe LeBron James is the greatest basketball player of all time because of what he did last night. Mm-hmm. I believe the cumulative look of his career is unmatched. If you measure strictly by championships, great. Jordan isn't your guy, though. Bill Russell is. If you want to measure strictly on championships, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Just don't say Michael Jordan is your guy when Bill Russell is still in existence. We've got to balance out what these arguments mean a little bit. And, they're again, they're great arguments to have. They're fun arguments to have. I'm on the side that no one has ever done what LeBron James has done. No one has ever been under the microscope. The way LeBron James has. No, and I thought this morning about me and J. Ross one time over the summer did like a 50 greatest athletes of the last 50 years. I don't remember what year this was, but he had LeBron James at number one and he laid out his reasons why over Michael Jordan. I had Serena Williams at number one Mm -hmm. and I laid out the different reasons why. And I think back to that moment and I think, man, look how the end of Serena's career went. Man. Look how the end of Tiger Woods' career went. Mm. Let's stay in the league. Let's look at Chris Paul. Carmelo Anthony isn't going to get the opportunity to end his career on, uh, 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 on his own terms. Yeah. Look at Dwayne Wade. Same uh, same draft class, right? Didn't have the op- You know, he he ended his career the way he wanted to, but he he ended. He was, I'm not doing this no more. Mm-hmm. Longevity matters in these conversations. LeBron James averaged 30 points per game last year. Mm. Last season, that dude averaged 30 points per game. Uh, the overall, the, just, the, just, just the overall presentation of LeBron James's career, I believe, is the greatest that we've ever seen. I, I don't have an argument for that. And Charles the Orkin man, I, look. We won't spend four hours talking about LeBron. But I I love this stuff. Like, I do love this stuff. I know it really doesn't have an answer. um, But especially on days like this, when we saw something last night that I've never seen in my lifetime, and I don't think I ever will see again in my lifetime. Like, I don't think we're going to see this. I'm not going to see this record be broken. LeBron's about to score 40,000 points. Mm. 40,000. We ain't seeing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I came in uh, and I wrote in the notes a little bit last night so I was ready to like, hand over the crown and say LeBron James is the best and I was like yeah it's just it's just too much the, the accumulation of what it is is too much 
Now I was reading some things and, and hoops. I've had a really cool little article about the, the um, bullet points or the pros for everybody that's in the discussion. Right. So like for LeBron, He's got the most steals in the playoffs. He's got the most all NBA selections. He's got a lot of the most, right? Um, and he's he's just he, he's got the resume. Then I went to Jordan. And he does still have the most finals MVPs. He doesn't have the all time scoring record, but he does still have the highest career scoring average. Mm-hmm. Most scoring championships. And this was the one that made me say, not so fast, my friend. The most first-team all-defensive selections. And how many times do we always hear about both sides of the court? Mm-hmm. And all How many of, times Jordan make all-first-team? All-first-team defense? Defense, yeah. What does this say? Mm. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you had it right in front of you. That's my my bad. I didn't I didn't mean to no, throw was, that at you like no, that. Nine I thought, times. Nine I thought times. that's what you were looking down at. Nine. Uh, it's right here. Okay. Uh, nine times. Nine times all-first defensive team? Wow. Nine times. Wow. One of the great perimeter def- defenders the game has ever seen. That's amazing. And LeBron was a good defender. The chase down block is one of the signature plays in in the league league's history. Mm-hmm. But man, that that's what said. Hold on, now LeBron's got all these offensive numbers, but we always talk. We got to keep the same energy. Point this out though, Michael's five, uh, Michael's nine. LeBron's five. It's not like he never made it. No, he 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 made it. Okay, I just but nine is nine. Okay, and five is five. Well, thirty-eight thousand is thirty-eight thousand. <laughs> it is. I, it's just, I, I can't, I can't decide yet. Maybe by the end of the day, I'll. Well, I'll here's have a the beauty of it: you don't have to. No, I do. <laughs> no, you don't. No one, no one, no one will die if you believe that Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player of all time. And you know what? It's it. No one wins anything either. Like this isn't an election. No, the, the fate of the universe doesn't rest in the hands of who is the greatest basketball player of all time. Mm-hmm. Ken, it's, it's, it's fun to throw those numbers out there. Like you, you, you take the, uh, the, the, the nine all defensive uh, teams, I'll, 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 I'll throw out 19-time all-star or, or Does my, top uh, four. What did, what did he just pass? An assist? Yeah. Yeah, top four in assists. He's going to be like top ten in rebounds or something too. Is, does Mike have one or two Defensive Player of the Year awards? I think he has 88, and I think that's it. That's that is nuts, man. I'm gonna I'm I'm double check, like but I think 37. I think it wasn't an MVP and Defensive Player of the Year. Yes. <laughs> that's crazy, man. That's crazy, and it's 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 great to see this stuff, man. It yeah, really 19, is. yeah, that's the only one. 1988 yeah. was the only one. It's it's really it really is great to see these things, man. To see. Uh, history being made. LeBron and, never won Defensive Player of the Year, by the way. Yeah, I mean that's not a that's not even a knock on LeBron. Like what Mike did that year was just unheard of, really, from the from a guard uh, spot. That's just sick. I I thought the like I was pretty young when '88 happened. I was aware of basketball. Certainly knew who Michael Jordan was, mm-hmm. but I was seven. Yeah, I didn't you, you, like you. Like I, I don't know what was what was going on. Right. So like in in there's there's two seasons that I remember in terms of basketball. Kobe's what was it? Oh six, mm-hmm. which I, I the Lakers weren't good, but Kobe, what Kobe did that year was just ridiculous. Yeah. And then LeBron's twelve. LeBron's two thousand twelve to me 
was mm-hmm. one of the greatest basketball seasons I think we've ever seen. Or mm-hmm. let me rephrase it. 2012 was one of the greatest basketball seasons I ever saw. Mm-hmm. Um, and that resulted in MVPs and I think championships that year, gold medals. That resulted in everything for LeBron that year. What was the what was the best LeBron to you? Best version of LeBron? Uh that that 2012 that Miami version 2012 13 he was still with Miami the Miami so I'd probably go with Miami LeBron I go with 16 okay he was a certainly defining moment for that LeBron. was when you hear me talk all the time of talent matching up with mental and I think 16 was when that happened 12 12 he was yeah he was one of the greatest players we had ever seen at that moment. But there was still, like, I thought, I believe, there was still moments where he was a little skittish emotionally. Hmm. You In know? Miami? Yeah, it just wasn't. I thought that the first year. Because I, th- I thought that's where he was trying to be the villain and, he, he, he you know, he was doing all of that. And it, it just, it didn't, that's mm-hmm. not him. The second year, or the second year, though, he did have the point where he went down 3-2 to Boston. Mm-hmm. And that game five was like, Oh my gosh! It happened to LeBron again. Mm-hmm. Now he bounced back in Game Six, did what he did. Game Seven, won the NBA championship. But even in Thirteen, even in the Game Six with San Antonio, where he was so great, there was moments in that game, late in the game, where I was like, oh, LeBron, it seems a little nervous. Sixteen, oh my gosh, Sixteen was. No, I got you. Yeah, he was in God mode mm-hmm. in Sixteen. And I was reading Hunter's Hunter Patterson's article the other day. It was on uh, Undisputed, by the way. It was, yeah. yeah. Shout out to our guy Hunter Patterson. Um, I for, LeBron had a triple double in that game seven. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody talks about the block and and, and Kyrie's shot and, and and Kevin Love, the defensive juggernaut. <laughs> Everybody talks about that. Like LeBron had a triple double in that game. Yeah. Sixteen was the best LeBron I've ever seen. Yeah, but you know if Draymond Green hadn't got suspended, boy. <laughs> Warriors would still be winning championships. Um, there, there, there's, there's, we, 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 you know, we're going to dive into the Kings and, and prepare for tonight's game. There, there's one thing that I do want to point out, and we'll, we'll get back to this conversation uh, several times. I, I, I lost the message here on the screen, but it was from our guy, Filthy McNasty. Uh, Shout out to Filthy McNasty. Indeed. Uh, like I said before, Kareem was never in the GOAT convo, so you can't say just because LeBron surpassed his record makes him great. So there's two things right there. It makes him the GOAT. There's two things right there. LeBron isn't the GOAT because he surpassed Kareem's record. It's one of the reasons, but it isn't the reason. Kareem absolutely should be in the greatest of absolutely. all time conversation. Absolutely. Like there is zero reason for Kareem Abdul-Jabbar to not be in the greatest absolutely. of all time conversation. We, we, we'll, we'll talk about it yep. when we come back. Steve and Casey. Don't be disrespectful. Phone filthy McNasty. Lines are open for you. 916 909 1320. Steve and KC here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. D-Lo and KC continues, streaming live on the Odyssey app. Hey, I don't want to get a sidetracked. Oh, boy. That's what you do best, No, but this is is, is pretty funny. Did you see that tweet earlier today? I forgot what it was, uh, what the lady said. Oh, she says... Does anyone who grew up before social media still remember their parents' landline numbers? I did see you tweet that. <laughs> I don't. You don't remember them? I don't have a clue. 391-1456. And my grandmother's was 424-5134. All I remember about, I think it was my grandparents' number, it was all on like one side of the phone. That's how I always, <laughs> it was just like all on one side. <laughs> I have no clue what they were. Absolutely none. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I, I had to work to remember my mom's current cell phone number. Well, that's don't ask me that. I was like, I, what is it? I, that's I'm trying to think. Anytime I go to Safeway, I use her card so she gets the gets the points <laughs> right. for it. That's what really made right, me. It was like right. you gotta you gotta learn this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I yeah I, no. Right now, right now, I know, I know Jazz's number. I think that's it. I don't know. I don't even know number. my mom's number. I like I think I do, but I'm not sure. She has another cell phone that she doesn't use anymore, but she still has. I know that number. Can, yeah. Since uh, you didn't sidetrack us at all, because that ties into today's conversation purpose, per- nice. perfectly. Can we acknowledge that maybe it's the universe, maybe it's the internet, or maybe it's just Twitter? is full of idiots. Oh my gosh. And I'll be specific. To the jackass who took a shot of Jordan's last shot and LeBron's last shot and said, no phones versus nothing but phones or whatever it said. Come on, man. You, sir, are an idiot. To the people at Bleacher Report, you're stupider than he is. For pushing that notification out as if not having a cell phone <laughs> in 1996 is some sort of mind-blowing thing. <laughs> it's not the flex that you think it is. 
And can we also point out, there's absolutely nothing wrong with taking your cell phone out and documenting a historic moment. I'm all for it. What I'm not for is driving by a car accident and recording it on your phone or a fight breaking out and, 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 and recording it on your phone. That, that's trash. If you're at an event, if you're at a game, if you're at a Kings game, if you're at a game where LeBron James is break, if you're at a once-in-a-lifetime moment, don't let these old, bitter people on social media bully you into believing there's something wrong with taking your phone out. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. You can document the moment and live in the moment at the same exact time. (laughs) You can? Y'all out here doing way too much. No cell phones for Jordan shot. No, no. Yeah, jackass. Invented. (laughs) Yeah, no one was taking a a picture with the Zach Morris joint. (laughs) Nobody was going into the Delta Center with the pouch around them with the phone (laughs) and the cord. It wasn't happening. Y'all know about the pouch. Yeah, the whole, the whole. Got a yeah, got a whole thing. Got a satchel. The original man bag there was the was 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 the was was the cell. Nobody was doing that. Stupid jackass. So yeah, no, that 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 I saw those and I was don't just, let do not let the internet shame you into believing you can't do like, that, bro. Stuff. Like, what are you? What are you? Enjoy what are you it. trying to prove? Do what makes you happy. That's that's it. Record the whole damn thing if you want. That's to. it. And put it on Twitter. And that will move. <laughs> the three hour, three hour <laughs> documenting of LeBron's, <laughs> LeBron's uh, go ahead shot. Yeah. Nah. I, I, yeah, I saw that too, and I was just like, what? Are you, I don't know what these people are doing. Like, why? Not the people taking the pictures. The people who were trying to. I did, like you said, I guess flex and talk about, oh, live in the moment. It's, first of all, it's not the flex for, that you think it is. First of all, I paid for that seat and for that game, I paid a pretty penny. I'll do whatever I want. If I want to sit up there and take video, you can shut the hell up and I'm going to do whatever I want to do. That's first and foremost and probably most important. When you pay the money for your seat and not sit on the couch and in front of your computer and you want to come to the Staples Center or wherever you want to come, go to one center and and come there and do it. You cannot document it with your phone if you want. That's you. I don't care about you. I'm going to take this video. I'm going to enjoy it. Ding, 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 ding. People need to shut the hell up. Y'all need to leave Kareem alone too. <laughs> Y'all, that man's 75 years old. Y'all need to leave Kareem Abdul Jabbar alone. Hey, man. Kareem, man. It... Leave that man alone, like you said. He was happy for LeBron. He was happy for him. I think Kareem knew. We started to talk about this during the commercial break, and we kind of hit the pause button. Because I want to make sure that Kareem does get his flowers. Because we've talked a lot about it feels like the greatest of all time is a two-man conversation. Mm-hmm. And I believe that it is. It's it's LeBron James and it's Michael Jordan. But Kareem absolutely has his place. And for me, at least of this as of this moment, Kareem probably has a permanent slot at three. Mm-hmm. And But he has all of the accolades to be two or to be one. Or for he, but you 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 rarely hear him mentioned in that same vein. And I think Kareem also knows and you 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 know you you heard him last night uh, if you stuck around and heard his conversation with Shaq and, and and you read uh, the piece that Ramona Shelburne put out about uh you know him and him and LeBron not having a relationship and him kind of putting that uh, on himself. I think there's two things at play. One Kareem used to be a very difficult person to deal with mm-hmm. and I think he recognizes that. I also think greatness struggles with other greatness. Mm. 
and I'm talking like the highest, highest level of greatness. Like Jordan and LeBron didn't have a relationship. And I, I don't I don't think that's by accident. I think that's the hyper competitiveness of, of Michael Jordan. Not to say mm-hmm. that they're not good, but they didn't have the relationship that Jordan and Kobe had, right? Mm-hmm. Jordan and Kobe has it. Kareem didn't have a good relationship with Shaq. Kareem knew what he was looking at. Mm-hmm. And I think greatness struggles with other greatness and it's probably only in recent years that Kareem has come to fully understand that. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree a hundred percent. And it's like, uh, you know, I can only, I can only imagine, um, you know, being as great as Kareem was mm-hmm. or Jordan was and staring at somebody about to, you know, surpass you in the minds of a lot of people, you know, and I don't, it's not a, I, I loved what you just said right there. It's not a jealousy thing, I don't think. It's a competitive thing. It's like, okay, you guys making this big fuss over Shaquille O'Neal or Kobe Bryant or LeBron James. Man, let, I, I, I would go to work. They're not that good. They're not better than me. Mm-hmm. I'd beat them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I, I look at that as human nature for somebody as competitive as those guys were, those greats were. And it's not even like that's how all of them work because Magic's not like that. Magic was great. You know what I mean? Magic embraces the young guys uh, wholeheartedly. You know what I mean? And, he, and he's super competitive too, mm-hmm. but it's just one of those things. And you look at, at, at Kareem and Shaq and, and Mike and LeBron and things of that nature, there does seem to come a point in time when the Kareem or the Michael sit there and be like, Look, man, I always knew how great you were. Mm-hmm. Whatever the reason was, I couldn't outwardly get it, you know, get over myself or express it or whatever. That's on me or whatever the case may be. But don't get it twisted. I always knew who you were. And you saw last night with Kareem and Shaq. And they they that wasn't the first time Shaq yeah, heard yeah. that. But Shaq talks about like, you know, yeah, hey, he told me that and that's that's all I ever wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. That's all I ever wanted was that acceptance. LeBron at the All Star game. Seemed like that's all he ever wanted was that acceptance from from Mike, and it's actually a in a roundabout way a really cool moment to see from from two greats. Yeah, it uh, it definitely is, uh, and I I just I loved everything. I loved the anticipation of last night. Like I love moments like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I hey, you cue up the sound if you want to. I don't care. Little, I was I was popping little, last night, boy. Uh-huh. I, was, I was popping last night. I thought she was going to say there was a little Willie Green action. No, no, no. Should I? No, there wasn't. I'm not going to do it. Maybe I'll do it on the stream. I'll do it on the stream. I'll talk about it on the stream. I ain't going to talk about it on the, on the, on the radio. You going to criticize LeBron for shedding a tear last night? Where was the tear? Well. <laughs> That's uh, all I'm going to say. Well, I looked in his eyes. I looked in his eyes. Mm-hmm. But he was well. He uh, hold on, LeBron. Look, it's okay if you don't cry in the moment. If you if the tears hadn't come there, if it hadn't hit you, it's okay. Hmm. See, you made me sad. I wasn't gonna say it on there. Uh, yeah, it's all right. You want to <laughs> trash the man on it on a, on a, on a, on, a, on, a, on his day? That's fine. Um, I think there's one other one other important thing, and we'll talk more about this later to point out with this record because you just I really want people to like get the magnitude of this. There are two players in the NBA, and this ties into what you said yesterday. There are two players in the NBA who 
were born when this record was set. Mm. LeBron was not one of them. Mm. LeBron was born seven months late, six, seven months later. Now here are the names. Udonis? That's one. Let me try and guess the second one. Go uh, up the freeway. Andre Godot? That's it. Those are the only two players in the league who were born when this record That's was set. Crazy. You said yesterday, the person who's going to break this record, if this record ever gets broken, probably isn't born yet. Mm-hmm. History says you're 100% accurate. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't see anybody. A couple of people were asking me about Giannis, and I just don't think. Uh, y'all, are, y'all are missing something really, really important. Giannis's yeah. first couple years. Yeah. yeah like no, LeBron. The, the number on – I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. The, no. the numbers – like LeBron's rookie year, he averaged 20 points per game. Mm-hmm. That was the lowest of his career. He never averaged below 25. LeBron's rookie mm-hmm. year, he shot – I think it was 41% from the field. That was the lowest of his career. He never did that again. LeBron's rookie year, he shot 29% from Mm. three. Never shot below 30% again. Mm. That all happened his very first year. And again, he still averaged 20 points per game that year. You got to remember how Giannis started. part Part of LeBron's greatness is longevity. His longevity doesn't work against him because Michael Jordan decided he want to quit a couple of times and go half-ass run a basketball team or play baseball. Like, LeBron doesn't get punished for Michael Jordan's decisions. No, no sir. LeBron's longevity is part of his greatness. It's part of the story. And, 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 and I, I can't. You know, you talk about Giannis, like you got to make up for those early years, right? Which obviously he, he's doing a hell of a job of doing doing, doing it right now. But Giannis going to do this at 38, 39? Because that's what you got to ask yourself. What's the other name you mentioned? Luka. Now, now let's, let's, let's be real with each other. Luka Doncic is a generational talent. Mm-hmm. What is the number one knock on him? He's not committed to the, to the, to the work. So you're telling me that brother's going to be able to do this at 38? No, man, no. The longevity is part of the story. It's part of his greatness. Let's get Sam here real quick. 916-909-1320. What's happening, Sam? Hey, how you guys doing today? Good, Sam. Hey, What's up with you, good, baby? That's good conversation. Yeah, a couple things. Number one, would you folks talk a little bit about uh, some of the trade rumors that are out there just to give us a little bit of a sense of what's going on that you may hear? Yep. And number two, could you break down why this guy, uh, Kessler, kind of what were the dynamics of, of the throw-in trade and how did they put that together? It's just kind of inside kind of fun to hear. Sure. But I think the, th- the third thing is it makes uh, LeBron James better than anybody, in, in my opinion, and this will cap the whole thing. He plays five positions every night. Mm-hmm. That's a hell of a that's a that's a hell of a point, and that and that and that mm-hmm. goes back to uh, I think it was uh, King City fan here in the chat house on Twitch uh, mentioned his guy's Magic, mm. and that's 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 one thing Magic was capable of doing. And he talked about the comfort level Magic Johnson has with everybody else. I think in the back of Magic mind, Magic's mind, he knows I don't mind any of this because y'all are lucky. Mm. <laughs> my career got cut short, right? Because if my career didn't cut short, I'd house all of you. <laughs> I, I I swear to I swear to everything. I think that's how Magic thinks. He is comfortable with everybody because he knows his opportunity. He knows he had to step away from basketball and do something greater. Mm-hmm. 
If he never had to step away from basketball, oh, Magic, I, I, I guarantee Magic will tell you, I, it, it, it ain't going to be who was who the greatest Laker. Y'all going to know. It was going to be me. There are people that. who think that now, and they're probably not wrong. I, I believe I believe all that. And it's, it's, it's one of those things where Magic is, um, it, like I said, it's just different, right? Because yeah. Magic is kind of secure in that. Michael got everything. Michael got everything. And it seems like, it seemed like, he was never secure or comfortable with it. He like, he just wanted to continue to compete. Like, what was it? The Hall Magic of Fame, Magic or, or Michael? Michael. Michael. My, was the Hall of Fame speech? He was just like, if I come out of retirement at fifty. Yeah, like he, he was like, I'm not playing. Like, I'm not, I'm not yeah, kidding. Yeah, with yeah, you. y'all, y'all left now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like he never. It, maybe he has, and in, in the recent years, it seemed like maybe he's had, but it seemed like it took a long time for him to come to grips with the fact that he couldn't play anymore. Mm-hmm. And Magic was just like, yeah, I had to I had to quit, you know, and I'm secure with where I, where I'm at, mm-hmm. you know, I'm moving on to different things. Which is a great thing. There's no wrong way about it or anything like that. It's just the differences between the two. Uh let's use Sam's call as an opportunity to transition to the Kings. Obviously, we have a ton of more time to talk about LeBron James and Michael Jordan and and and, and the full impact of last night in the NBA. And, and, and when we do come back, we we talk about it later, but I want to get back into why this particular record is just not going to be broken to me. Okay. It's just not happening. I, I just I want to make sure we answer Sam's question. We do have Will Z coming on in a few minutes to talk about the Kings uh and the Rockets tonight. Kings, of course, closing out that season long seven game road trip. Uh, before paying, playing back at the Golden One Center against uh, the new version of the Dallas Mavericks, uh, but he asked about Sam asked about uh, mm-hmm. Kessler Edwards and uh, w- what the uh, the reasoning behind the deal was and, and those types of different things. And, and to Sam will tell you this: they had a, a a trade exception that they could use, and it was going to expire. They it it, it either expires and they lose it or they use it. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn needed to get under the cap. It's like a timeout. Uh, Brooklyn, that's it. Uh, uh, Brooklyn, they 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 wanted to get under the cap. They have some roster spots open. Brooklyn expected to be a team busy over the course of the next 24 hours. Uh, whether they're making calls or fielding calls, that's probably up for debate, and we can get into that later on. But it really was an opportunity for the Kings to take a risk, a very, very Actually, it was an opportunity for the Kings to get someone at no risk because mm-hmm. it really didn't cost them anything. They didn't have to give up any players. They didn't have to give up any roster spot. They just ultimately let their 10-day uh, expire. For it was Breton, I think, was on the last one. Yeah. Uh, let 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 his 10-day expire. He's he's been he's he's done with Sacramento, and Edwards is in Houston uh, with these guys. Whether we're actually going to see him, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's a lot of different things at play too. If the Kings wind up do making a trade. He's an easy guy to wave. Yeah. Uh, not, not, I, I have no idea if that's going to happen, but I'm just when you start looking at roster spots, he's an easy guy uh, to wave. Should the Sacramento Kings need to do that over the course of the next 24 hours? Uh, but it's a wing uh, who can who can add some depth to that position. Do you think? Do you think uh, in your heart of hearts, do you think the Kings make a move? I don't. I don't think so either. I don't. And I've and you know we talked to James on air, off air. He thinks you know they're going to be active. Um, I've heard they're going to be active. A lot of fans think they're going to be active. I don't think it happens, man. I think the I I, you know the players that they're looking for are to a degree. I think you know what I mean. They're coveted. Mm -hmm. Like it's not just it's not just the Kings who think Mason Plumlee will help them. Like Mm -hmm. there are a lot of teams who think that. And I don't think Monty's going to 
take back a you know a bad contract. I don't think he's going to like try to uh, up the ante a little bit to acquire Mason Plumley mm-hmm. for the next couple of months. And I don't mean that in a derogatory way. I just mean the Sacramento Kings right now uh, are currently you know seven games above. 500 they're sitting in the third seed mm-hmm. uh, in the Western Conference they're sitting in a third seed in the Western Conference that is getting extremely competitive and we'll talk about that here as the show progresses as well I just don't think he's going to do anything stupid what we go back two years now flexibility I, I don't think that was a one offseason idea right I think that is permanently ingrained in Monty McNair's approach to the Sacramento Kings until he feels like he has a championship squad. Mm-hmm. Not not a not a not a playoff versus play-in squad, not a first round play-in or a first round uh uh victory squad, but I think he wants to maintain that flexibility until he has a team that he believes are championship contenders or can grow into championship contenders and I think that's in play. Uh, right now, and it'll be in play for the next 23 and a half hours. I agree. And I also don't think that there's a guy, from what we know, may, uh, clearly Monty has more conversations than you and I have with people who are making these deals, But and he would know if this, this person's available. But it doesn't seem like the person that you take that type of risk on is available right now. Yeah. It doesn't seem like a Sabonis is available for you to take that type of risk on. And if the asking price is too high for a Plumley or a Thibel or it becomes a bidding war or something like that, I'm just not sure how um, eager Monty is going to be to get involved in in, in something for, for a piece that he doesn't maybe see as being somebody that can change the fortunes of this franchise. Not this season, of this franchise. I don't know. I don't know if he's – He'll do it if it's there and if it's available and if it works. I don't know if he's going to overextend himself to do it. Yeah, I don't think he's going to put himself or his team in a bad position to acquire someone that he thinks can help in a first-round playoff series this I year. Uh, of course, there, you know that, that, that to a certain degree in and of itself is a bit of a silly statement on our behalf because this is a team that hasn't been to the playoffs in 16 years. So thinking about how you can win a first-round playoff series is probably a bit ambitious. They've got a fight ahead of them to ensure themselves that they get to the playoffs. And like it or not, the Houston Rockets are an NBA team. That fight continues tonight. Uh, This not looking ahead to the weekend. I'm looking forward to the weekend. Uh, but they've they've got to take care of business uh, tonight. They've answered the call at every turn. I believe they will take care of business tonight. Um, but this is you know this is kind of the the if I remember correctly, was Houston the original Matt George not happy with how the Kings won game? Yeah, the first game. The fir- and then they came out in the second one and I breaks off of them. and they beat him up pretty good. Uh, Kings were in. Firm control, I felt like, of the game the other night. Mm-hmm. Wasn't a big blowout. They wound up pulling away. Um, but it was similar to the way they pulled away, I think, against Memphis. Yeah. Like it kinda it kinda all happened quickly. Yeah. Um, we'll see what we'll see what they're able to do uh tonight. Uh we'll talk a lot more about the Sacramento Kings and the Houston Rockets uh when our guy Will Z joins us next. Uh we'll preview this game by the numbers here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN thirteen twenty.
D Lo and KC continues streaming live on the Odyssey app. Yeah, you, two things. You're not going to be able to leave us hanging on what we were just discussing during the commercial break. Uh, but I do want to read this uh, from Shams and our man Tony Jones as well. The Lakers, Jazz, and Timberwolves are in discussions on a three-team deal that would send D'Angelo Russell mm. to the Los Angeles Lakers. Russell Westbrook, uh, fresh off an alleged blow-up with Darvin Ham last night, in draft compensation to Utah wow. and Mike Conley to Minnesota. Uh, again, that's from uh, Tony Jones and Shams right there on the report. Uh, we'll keep Ooh. you updated on that. Fellas, I want to get your, your your thought on that potential deal and most specifically what it means for the Lakers mm-hmm. and more, I guess what it means for all three of those teams. But, it means for the Western Conference. Yeah, right. The Western Conference is something right now. Our man Will Z with us here. Will asked us, uh, he was running some numbers on LeBron James, and you looked up the top ten active Leading scores in the NBA. I think I got. Mm-hmm. I think I got the ones that are left. Okay. This is a good. So, this is my guess. So we came up with LeBron, mm-hmm. Dame, Harden, Steph, uh, KD, mm-hmm. uh, Paul George, Paul George. I think there was one other we said because I thought we had some. Uh, but did I'll, you say Harden? You said thing? Harden. Uh, I will. I'll just start guessing now. Uh, mm-hmm. Is Clay Thompson on there? Nope. Mm. Oh man! Oh, Russ. Russ was on there. Russ, 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 yeah. Russ, Russ, was Russ. So there's our second. So, 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 who are the other three? Chris Paul. Yep. Okay. okay. We're down to two. Is Giannis on Demar? there? Demar. Oh, no, Demar Derozan. Good call. Okay. Mm-hmm. I would be shocked if anyone got this last name. Keegan Murray. <laughs> Rudy Gay. Oh, oh wow. Rudy Gay. <laughs> Rudy been around a while and he's getting Rudy, buckets. Rudy was a see. I'm sorry that I have to do this to our good friend Rudy Gay. When we talk about longevity in the NBA and we're talking about what LeBron James is doing, does anybody remember the last time we saw Rudy Gobert on a floor and what it looked like? Rudy Gobert? I mean, Rudy, oh, Rudy, Rudy Gay. Gay. Rudy, Rudy Gay. Gay. Rudy does anybody remember what it looked like the last time we saw Rudy Gay on a floor? Yeah, they got him off real quick. Longevity is a part of the conversation. Absolutely. Well, do you you see any other interesting LeBron James numbers you want to pass along before we get to the Kings and the Rockets tonight? Yeah, I was just kind of looking at what amazes me about LeBron is how he scores and how he just does everything well. Like, he's such a well-rounded basketball player, and I think that that's what allowed him to get to this point in scoring. So some of the things I looked at were just his amount of dunks, so he has in his career 2,096 dunks. That's like one and a half a game. Again, he's played 14, uh, 1,410 games. And then another one that kind of jumped out at me was his and ones. Mm. So just in terms of scoring and how longevity it adds up, he had 14, six, 1,416 and ones in 1,410 games. So he literally averaged an and one per game. That's crazy. And that's just, that's 1,400 extra points just by making the shot through contact, mm. all those extra free throws. Mm. You know, this this doesn't matter, or maybe it does matter, but LeBron James is left-handed. And the only thing he does in life is shoot a basketball right-handed. Mm-hmm. Everything That's else is left-handed. And I used to all before I knew that, I used to always look. He finished with the left hand 
flawlessly. I was like, dang, his left hand is crazy. Well, little did I know <laughs> he's left-handed. Mm-hmm. So that would help out a lot. Like if you look at LeBron, like his, he would always do a little sideways finish with the left finger roll and ne- would never miss. And I was like, dang, he's got that down back. And little did I know he was left-handed the whole time. So that helped too. That's, You're going to yeah. need that to beat LeBron's record. Oh, Be yeah. ambidextrous. Got to. And then, I mean, like you were saying, he, the longevity, he led the league in minutes played three times in his career. I mean, in his 22nd year, 20 years old, he led the league as a 20-year-old in minutes mm-hmm. played. Like, that's just, it, you don't see it. No. You just don't he, see it. He now. doesn't do, he didn't do load management like I think people think no. he did. He he famously took the break his first year with mm-hmm. Cleveland, mm-hmm. but that's really it. It was like it was injuries later. Mm-hmm. You know, it was mm-hmm. the injury with the Lakers where it first started to you started to see him miss games yeah. uh, for the first time. But it was mm-hmm. it was for for LeBron the load management. Thing. It was just that one time with Cleveland where he, mm-hmm. he I guess he just needed to get away from that whole group. Uh, took a couple yeah, weeks off, came back and national championship. Game. Wanted, well, you got to be there for it. We <laughs> went out, and won a championship that year. Um, you guys know. So over the first fifteen years, fifteen seasons, which is right up to, it's the season before the Lakers. Mm-hmm. You guys know how many games he missed? Oh no! In fifteen seasons. In fifteen, I'm gonna go. Well, I know he played sixty nine in 2016. So I'm gonna go. One of those was a strike short and see. I'm gonna go less than twenty. Total, seventy one. Wow. But okay, that that's was out rough. of. But still, seventy one out of. But like, exactly, like 5, he played one thousand one hundred forty three of one thousand two hundred fourteen games. Wow. It's Jeez. just a phenomenal number when you look back and look at the history of how much he played for mm. such a long stretch of time. Mm. Uh, we got more uh, on this Shams tweet. Ongoing discussions have included Malik Beasley and Kings fans. Brace yourself for this one. Jared Vanderbilt as part of the potential three-team deal uh, involving the Lakers, mm. uh, the Jazz, and the Timberwolves. Any thoughts on that before we get to the game tonight? Uh, D'Angelo Russell to the Lakers, because I think one thing that we haven't talked about uh, reveling in the his- historic moment of last night was the Lakers lost again, and I, I, I you know, I know it, it, as long as you got LeBron there and it's relatively close, Anthony Davis is there, and some of y'all got Zapruder film videos that you're doing a little too much with. But can the Lake like does D'Angelo Russell turn things around for the Los Angeles Lakers? Um, first of all, like I'm just literally processing this because I saw a picture of him and. D'Angelo Russell's going back to the Lakers. Back to the Lakers, yeah. 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 <laughs> and one of the crazier stories of right. all time. That yep. was that was nuts. Um but was it Julius? Who it was, was the, Nick Young? Nick Young, that's and right. Iggy yeah, yeah. Azalea, I think it was. Yeah. When they were married, I think they were married. Oh. Man, that's why. Um so yeah, he's going back to the Lakers. Does he uh yeah, yeah, I yeah? think so. I think he does uh help them out. I don't know how much. Um if they're able to pull Malik Beasley and Jared Vanderbilt along. Yeah, that's that, a it's a good look. Man. Yeah, that's a big that's a, real that's good a big deal. Him. If that's yeah, that's that's a bit Russell. unnerving to be honest with you <laughs> if they're able to pull those two guys along with yeah. D'Angelo Russell. I assume Russell Westbrook is primed for a buyout situation uh, should should this happen with Utah. Mike Conley to Minnesota. 
I mean, it's a it's a better point guard for what they got going on. So when they get cat, it's a back, vet, it's a leader. Yeah, when they get he, he's familiar with Rudy. So you know maybe you know there's things that he can unlock in his game offensively that you know he was doing while he was in Utah. Mike's like, you got to be kidding me! I got to go back there with this guy. <laughs> Come on, man. So you got that. Um, I just think he's more of a natural point guard. Maybe he'll look to feed uh, Anthony Edwards a little bit more. And like I said, when Cat gets back. Uh, he may help out with that as well. Well, let's dive into the game tonight. It's the Kings and the Rockets again. But, real quick. Fourth on and that final one. time. But Utah may be hurting themselves. They're in the standings and in mm-hmm. the race and all this other stuff. They may be bowing out. Yeah, that may be by design. Yeah. 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 So that's that's one less team. You're, you're kind of swapping out Lakers for the Jazz maybe mm-hmm. when you talk about um, – Teams you got to worry about. In the, in the I'm world. thinking less of a uh, uh, knocking the Kings out of position and more of a team that just becomes really good at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. That's 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 more mm-hmm. along the ones I'm thinking about. And it's great to talk about LeBron James right now and all he means to uh, the National Basketball Association when the man who's likely to destroy all of his records is wearing a Kings uniform right now, and that's of course uh, Keegan Murray. That's true. Uh, the chosen one. Uh, Keegan Murray. Uh, you dove pretty deep over there on ESPN 1320.com and hey. noted <laughs> noted that um, you had some interesting numbers on Keegan Murray's looks this year. Yeah, so just wanted to kind of see what he was doing more from beyond the arc behind just the main numbers. So I know everyone has keyed in on him closing in on the Kings record and possibly looking at the NBA record for rookies, but just kind of how he's getting those looks. Mm -hmm. So the main one that stood out to me is that for Keegan, um, of his 310 three-point attempts, 298 of them have been either open or wide open. Mm. He literally does not take bad looks from beyond the arc. And for such a young player to have that mindset and ability to know what is a good look versus something he should pass on just again speaks to his maturity at such a young level of the game yeah. i i see him constantly really only take open shots mm-hmm. you know we talk yeah. about this a lot with um tyrese Halliburton when he was there where like he wouldn't force anything he wouldn't take bad shots uh which is a good thing but if you're going to be you know one of the top players on your team if not the top player on the team it's probably gonna have to force something sometimes that's not what Keegan Murray that's not the situation he's in you know he's mm-hmm. he's able to only focus on make sure I don't take bad shots if I'm open let it fly and that's what he seems to be doing man and that's why I'm never really worried when he misses shots because it's just him missing shots I don't think it's decision making I don't think it's you know um, yeah, legs heavy legs or anything like that he just missing the shots. He's going to get more wide open shots in the next game. And he'll be able to, you know, knock those down as well. So I never really trip off him when he has a bad shooting night. Yeah, and it's what allows him the ability to play with players like Fox and Sabonis so early on in his career. It's just something that most top four picks don't have. Hmm. So it's just a great way for him to kind of ease in. And that kind of leads into the second part of what I looked at was his numbers of catch and shoot versus pull up threes. So for catch and shoot, he's at 41.6%. On pull ups, he's at 38.9. Hmm. He's only taken 18 pull up threes this year, but small sample size. I know 
but having that percentage be relatively close to his catch and shoot just makes me excited for years to come. You guys always say like, what's he going to be in next year, two years? Mm -hmm. Like just seeing that even super small sample size of 18 pull-up threes at that percentage this early, Mm -hmm. like if he can get an off the dribble game, look out. Yeah, I agree. You, uh, there was another interesting note in your write up this morning. Um, Regarding Jalen Green, that I, mm-hmm. I, I I didn't know before, I, I I thought that was interesting uh, and worth watching tonight. What did your numbers show you about the young star in Houston? Yeah, so instead of looking, everyone knows that Houston's bad. It's we've gone over it before. They've played three times now. We just talked about them. So instead, I looked at Green and kind of tried to see how Houston was winning in their thirteen games, and found out that in the nineteen games that Green scores 24 or more points, the Rockets are 10 and 9. In the, um, where's the other one? In the 31 games where Green is under 24 points, they're 1 and 30. Oh, oh my God. Jeez. Yeah. That's it's their, bad. That's their, that's their 113. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the kiss of death right there. What I, is it yeah. when he scores over? What's that first number? 10 and 9. 10 and 9. <laughs> that's the. Well, which two? But 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 it's it's and and I under and I get it. Like that's that's like a it's it's bordering a five hundred number. But mm-hmm. it's so far above their win percentage. Yeah, it really stood out to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's what we so, talked about yesterday, though. With the, you you talked about Jabari Smith. I'm looking at Jalen Green. I'm like, I got to score yeah. twenty five every night for us yeah. to even have a five a fifty like, percent chance of winning. Like like That's we literally have no chance <laughs> if I don't score twenty five or more. Right. Uh, and I'm twenty years old. I'm trying I'm still trying to figure this out. Yeah. It's crazy. That's some it's great wild. stuff. Yeah, that's some great stuff there, Will. Uh, hopefully you're not late for a meeting, man. Will, we, we we appreciate you as always, man. You're the best. Thanks for joining us. Take care, Will. Appreciate you guys. Have a good one. All right, we'll see you Friday. That's our man, Will Z, right there. Uh, write-ups every game day over on ESPN1320.com. Dot com. Look at us. Hey, We're moving on. Look at us. <laughs> Only took two and a half. I don't think anyone even knew. I was just We had to tell them, like, hey, could we fix this? Sure, let's fix it. And they did right away. It was like the Holiday Channel. I... <laughs> hey, our logo's Which not I, on there. By I way. was going to yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <sighs> We're working on it. You know I where know. to find us, though, baby. You know where to find us. 98.5. Go to the HD Christmas two. station is basically HD what two. it is. If you are if you got an HD channel, that, that if you have an HD thing that shows the logos, just go to the Christmas channel. That's us, 98.5. Um, I saw this question popping up in the, in the, in the chat. I think I have an idea, but I, I'm not like a hundred percent convinced. So I want to ask you. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon. When a thought hits you, I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it 
in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 